Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Welcome, everyone, to Geraldine Tegelove Live. Yes, I'm Geraldine. I hope you are enjoying a fabulous week wherever you are in this wonderful world. And yes, regardless of what's going on around you or what many in the world are experiencing at this point in the story of our planet, it is still a fabulous world. There are just so many wonders to explore, so much beauty to behold, (laughs) and so many inspiring people to hear about, listen to, read about. And regardless of the perceived negative, there are also so many good news stories to hear if uh, we will only open our ears and our hearts to the good news rather than becoming engrossed in all the negative. It all comes back to a fundamental law of the universe. What we focus on is what we get. Mm. So as the media streams live about terrorist attacks, shootings, muggings, you know, arguments between heads of states and countries, etc., etc., we get to become part of the situation simply by watching it or listening to it and then creating more energy around it. Does this mean we just put our heads in the sand and pretend it's not happening? Of course not. We can be doing so much, though, to heal all the negative situations by simply living and breathing peace. Remember Mother Teresa's advice. She would always say, I will not attend a march against war, but let me know when you're marching for peace and I will be the first one to be there. Says so much, doesn't it? She certainly understood that the more we get involved in the negative, the more we create within that energy. I often think, um, wouldn't it be just wonderful if even for one day a month, all media chose to broadcast or write or whatever they do, only the best of all that was happening around the world. Stories about all those who are serving others in incredible ways. And what about the amazing new discoveries within the scientific arena? that are going to be helping to make our lives and the life of the planet so much healthier and happier. Just imagine how the energy would build in beautiful, positive ways so as to create a huge pool of positive energy on our planet. You know, 
even by just imagining this happen, we will be making an enormous difference. So let's do that today. (laughs) Find a little minute to do that today. There's also something else we can be doing. And what might that be? I'm always harping about this one. We can help heal the world by sharing our stories, our wealth of knowledge, the ups and downs we've experienced, the aha moments, and most importantly, our unique and one-of-a-kind gift, which was really the reason for us arriving here on this planet. These all help to teach and inspire and give hope to so many others. How do we do this? Well, one way of doing this is through writing. You know, books or magazines or any type of writing, blogs, you know, you name it, are the most wonderful way of not only growing self, but also sharing what we know and understand with many others out there in the world. I know lots of you have a yearning to write, but have no idea whatsoever about how to get your work published. So over the coming weeks, and this is our new series, it's called Publishing 101, I'm going to be sharing with you not only how I did it, but I'm also going to be interviewing a number of other authors who can help guide you through the maze of writing and publishing. Yeah. This is going to be a big six weeks, and today's just the beginning, everyone. (laughs) But I'm so excited about this because, you know, as they say, everyone has a book in them. And if you've been secretly wanting to get that book out of you and onto paper, then maybe the next few shows will really help you do just that. So today... I thought we'd begin at the beginning, probably a good place to start, (laughs) by giving you some hints and tips on the actual writing of your book or whatever you're wishing to create in the world of writing. You know, start with a great product and you can't help but succeed. So for today, I'm going to be looking at the best place to begin how to make sure your writing zings, yeah, (laughs) aligning your writing with those who are out there ready to hang on every word and hopefully help make the process easier and getting the help that you need in writing and publishing your book, okay? So we're going to, today even, we're going to cover lots of things and I know it's going to help you. But before I do that, I'm going to start with our weekly reading. So, so important. And remember, whatever cards I choose, these are perfect for you, regardless of uh, whether you're listening to this podcast, uh, you know, today as it goes live or listening down the track. It doesn't matter. These cards will have a special message for you. And today I'm using the Feather Magic Oracle cards. These are a big favorite of a lot of people out there, I'm pleased to say. Okay, and you'll find these cards on my website at www.geraldinetegelov, and you spell that T-E-G-G-E-L-O-V-E, just as in love.com. 
or you can come here to my show page on Toginet and click on the link provided. And you will be taken to uh, another page that tells you all about the cards and shows you what they're like. So the first card for today, let me choose the card. Okay, this is the card of empowerment. Pretty good card for today, isn't it? And this is a gold feather. And a gold feather is truly a gift from the gods, a gift of empowerment. It is a unique and precious gift that is only bestowed on the one who is ready to travel a path that takes them beyond the ordinary and into the extraordinary. It enables you to traverse the world uh, between the physical and the spiritual to find the golden treasures that lie deep within you. These are the treasures that empower you with unconditional love, cooperation, humility, and a glistening joy that spills from your eyes as rainbow-colored tears. Wow. Now, nature spirits have brought this card to you today to honor you. You are now ready to accept this gift of empowerment. And use it to step out in faith and make your unique contribution to the world. It is time to not only recognize, but to share your song in a way that no one else can. The gold feather will empower your thoughts, your words and actions to take you beyond ordinary and to living into living an extraordinary life. Today, hmm, time to step onto the stage of life and make your dream a reality. Wow. I mean, I know I say it every week, but I'm always blown away by the cards that just seem to come out on particular days. And they always, always are totally in alignment with what I'm talking about. Now, our second card for today. Aha, Mystical Wisdom. And this feather is a crow feather, and it symbolizes the deep mystical wisdom that comes from true spiritual initiation, an entrance into a world beyond the physical realm. The feather of mystical wisdom usually appears when you're truly committed to walking a path that is devoted to exploring the deepest recesses of your heart and soul. Crow feather appears when you're not afraid to reach for a higher knowing that stretches beyond the physical mind and out into the great vastness of infinite possibilities. Now, if the feather of mystical wisdom, and it has, has appeared in your hands today, you are being prepared for greater initiation into the spiritual realms, a time of great spiritual transformation. By exploring your inner depths, you will re-emerge, I should say, with greater balance and harmony and with a whole new liberated and lighter consciousness. This process is made so much easier by tapping into the wisdom of others through books and media. Aha! I was wondering what the connection was here. Today, take the time to read inspirational material or find a mentor who can assist your spiritual growth. Wow, another fabulous message for you today. And a fabulous message that goes hand in hand with this series on Publishing 101. Yes, it, um, it is just perfect. 
So, you know, sometimes we've just been too afraid to actually step up and do what we're meant to do in this life. And if one of those things that you're meant to do is get your story out there or whatever it is that you want to get out there, then maybe it's time to really grab hold of that and run with it. Now, we're coming into break and after the break, I have got so much to share with you about writing and publishing. So hang tight, everybody. It won't be long. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove will return after this short break. It's words you never heard. Did you know that besides home and work, Americans spend more time at the mall than anywhere else? There are 50,000 shopping malls in the United States alone. The Mall of America, located between Minneapolis and St. Paul, is the largest in the world, with more than 500 stores. What's a word for a person who is a compulsive shopper? An oniomaniac. Studies have shown that women will buy more if they hear their heels clicking on the floor. So designers often use hard flooring in hallways. Of course, the stores want customers to spend all their coopity-coop. That's another word for money. Oh, I gotta run. There's only one more shopping day until tomorrow. My husband said if I don't quit shopping so much, he would leave me. Lord, I'm gonna miss that man. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond. According to a Gallup poll, 56% of Americans want to lose weight. Most of us know that muscle burns more calories than fat, so when you're trying to lose weight, you want to lose body fat while preserving the muscle you have. Lifting weights while you're losing weight is not an option, it's a requirement. According to a Penn State study, when dieters don't pump iron, 22% of their weight loss comes from losing muscle. So if you lose 20 pounds without lifting weights, almost 5 pounds will be muscle. Upping your protein intake is important, and Columbia University researchers found that protein intake plays a significant role in preserving lean muscle mass during weight loss. Preserve your muscle as you drop the body fat. I'm Annette Hammond. Like us on Facebook at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live, and today my goal is to uncover that secret desire of yours about writing. Take out pen and paper and get started immediately on producing your amazing book or other writing product that you will love and proudly share with the world. This can be, you know, quite a scary thought if you've never entered the world of publishing before. Uh, it was for me, believe me. And, and so many people love to tell you about their awful experiences with attempting to become a published author. The truth is, if you know where to start and have a few guidelines to follow, namely those shared by experienced authors who 
have walked the talk, then you too can safely cross the waters and land victorious. Yes, you can. <laughs> I'm telling you from personal experience, you can do this. <laughs> so to become a published author, you actually have to write something. Yeah, believe it or not, that's what you have to do. As I said earlier, uh, this is where successful publishing all begins. And it can be quite daunting if you listen to this, you know, but if you kind of listen to other people. But uh, what am I trying to say here? If you listen to the strategies that I have to share with you now, today, on this show, the task will naturally flow. And, and before long, as a number of people have asked me, <laughs> even in the last week or two, uh, you'll be asking, how do you know when you've written enough? <laughs> so many people say to me, I don't think I'd ha be able to write a book. I, I, I wouldn't have enough to write about. And then you're coming back saying, uh, when do I know when to stop? <laughs> yes, the words will flow so easily and effortlessly that you won't have any trouble filling each chapter of however many chapters you decide to write. So, I'm going to share with you some strategies that I found really worked for me, okay? And I discovered that the very first thing that I had to do, and this is my strategy number one, you have, I had to figure out what I really wanted to offer the world. What do I mean by this? Well, this is really a personal vision and mission statement. And to create this, you simply have to ask yourself, what do I wish to offer the world? Why do we need to do this? Well, it is so important to have a very, very clear picture of why you wish to write and publish a book or anything else for that matter. In doing this, you'll be writing with passion and purpose and in alignment with the unique you, which in turn lifts your writing to the wow level rather than being just ordinary. You will be writing from the heart and more about this later. Now to do this, you have to get to know you. And you think, well, that's a silly question to ask, Geraldine. Of course I know me. Well, Sometimes, you know, it's not that clear. <laughs> so what I did was I began by writing lots of little ideas. And I think the best way for me to explain this is to share with you how I came to my offering and vision. And when I share this down, you know, a little bit later in the show, you will understand then why I produced the writing products that I have. It just all fell into place and made sense. So I started by writing down all that I knew about me. Okay, I'm a, a woman, a wife, a mother, a grandmother, and family is a very significant part of my life. Okay, my story is one of loving relationships, travel, education, and music. But it is also one of financial struggle and of childhood abuse. So I had a great deal of experience to draw upon uh, with my writing, okay? Uh, 
I'm also a metaphysician and I'm a nature intuitive. So I love to read the messages from the spirit in nature. Uh, I was a teacher for about 25 years, so I love teaching and sharing. Um, and a lot of that time, I was a music teacher. I'm also a musician, so I compose my own music. I absolutely love helping others to grow their spiritual understanding so as to help them create their dreams. Yep, that's a big one for me. I'm also a very practical person. You know, you have to be very practical, don't you? If you're a mother and, and a grandmother and you're still working and all of those sorts of things. But I always like to share practical advice as well as universal law or metaphysics, okay? I always, always love to help people rediscover their uniqueness and share, with this, share this with the world. So by doing that, I had a pretty clear picture of who I was, what I loved, basically what I was good at. And so I knew then, then the best writing that would come from me would be intertwined within that, okay? Now, after I had done this, I began to bring it together in expressing my offering in one or two very succinct sentences. Why do, did I do all of this? Well, I've just explained. Because to be successful in anything in life, we must have a clear vision of who we are and our purpose for being here. This process, process makes it so easy for you to constantly match all your writing or everything you do for that matter with who you really are and why you're here. I would also like to add here that it's good to have this printed out and beside you as you work. It just makes it easier. So, make a long story short, my offering to the world became to raise the consciousness of this world by assisting others to grow their knowledge and understanding of truth through the teachings of Mother Nature and to empower them with the practical means by which to recognize, embrace, and light up the cosmos with their authentic brilliance. Now, that sounds, you know, really deep and meaningful and out there, but it was exactly what I wanted to offer the world. And getting it done took me a little time to do that, but then finally I looked back and thought, yes, that's exactly what I want to do. So, so the one way I could accomplish my vis vision was through writing and publishing my work. But then came the next question. Is my writing to be focused on inspiring others? Yeah. Or is it about bringing hope to others? You know, maybe it's about transforming lives. Um, then I thought, giving people an opportunity to laugh? Is it giving people an opportunity to cry? <laughs> is it about teaching? And is it about uh, helping them, people, to rediscover their imagination? Well, I guess it was quite a number of those all tied up together. And I just had to 
kind of figure out, okay, so what's the best form of writing for me if I want to do all of that, okay? Now, I could go on forever and a day, uh, you know, about what writing, your writing needs to be about or what it might be about, but only you know what is right and perfect for you. So, why is this so important? Well, as you know, everything is energy. Um, if you're living your uniqueness, your energy will be in perfect alignment with what I call inspired work. Once you begin to create from this space, you will be automatically connecting to all who are open to what you have to offer. It just makes sense, doesn't it? Now, if you're just producing something because someone else has told you it would be a great product and, and will make you money, you will be, you'll definitely be missing the mark. But if you take an idea given to you and align it with your unique offering, then that's a totally different matter. I myself would rather get that idea from um, inspiration, from spirit-inspired work, okay? So that brings me to my second strategy, which is inspired writing. You know, what's this all about? And, and I'm not going to get through all of this before the break, but let's begin. Well, inspired writing has a totally different vibration to something that's been, as I just said before, suggested by others, or what you think you have to write. Inspired writing is that which is created through you by the spirit which is within you. Something which is created through your heart rather than just through your mind. And I'm going to talk about this later. Yeah. Inspired work will always be far more successful than any other work you may do. If you think about this, it just makes sense. Inspired work is truly unique. Inspired work is what the world is seeking. And inspired work sets you apart from the crowd. And inspired work puts you in the flow of success. Now, there are millions of manuals, books, card decks, courses, etc., etc., out there in the marketplace. But there is always room for one more. If it has been created within your uniqueness and your offering, this product will hold a powerful vibration that connects you within your niche market. It is just the way to go. Um, now, after the break, what we're going to do is take a closer look at this and how you can use it in your writing, this idea of inspired work. So after this break, we've got so many other strategies, or I have so many other strategies to share with you. Do not move. <laughs> Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. It's merging So last night, my husband was laughing as he was reading about the differences between men and women. According 
to the article, Men Get Single Tusks or Hiccups More Often Than Women. Everyone knows that women are better at multitasking than men. I'm good at both multitasking and procrastinating, which means right now there are 28 things that I'm putting off until later. What's another word for a person who puts everything off until the last minute? A cunctator. Women blink nearly twice as much as men. And while men can read smaller print than women, women can hear better. In fact, when a woman says, what? She heard you. She's just giving you a chance to change what you said. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Prevention Magazine urges us all to set smart goals for fitness. Their clever goal-setting plan is to set goals that are smart, S-M-A-R-T. S is for specific. Don't make your goals vague or too broad. M is for measurable, which could mean a goal weight, a goal body fat percentage, number of calories burned per day, number of miles walked, number of days per week you commit to exercise, etc. A is for attainable. A great way to make your goals attainable is to break them down into smaller achievable goals. R is for realistic. We gain confidence from goals that push us, but are also realistic. And T is for time-bound. Give yourself a time to reach these goals. You are more apt to complete them if there are urgencies. Give it a deadline. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Woohoo! We're back, and you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Take a Love Live. If you've just joined us, this is the first in a series of shows focused on what I have called Publishing 101. <laughs> so, if you are a budding author who has this secret desire to write that book, or any type of writing for that matter, then this is the series for you as I share lots of fabulous strategies to help you get off to a great start and publish your way to success. Now, if you'd like to listen to the complete show and heaps of others, then you can download them for free from iTunes by searching Geraldine Tegelove Live under podcasts, or you can come here to Toginet and listen or download from my show page, or you can also find it on my website at GeraldineTegelove.com. Okay, now before the a break, we were talking about, or I was talking about, <laughs> yes, you poor things, you're listening. I was talking about inspired work or inspired writing. And I didn't quite get it finished. We were talking about um, the fact that once you have clearly defined your uniqueness and your offering, you're now ready to sing your song to the world and the world is ready to listen. And that, of course, is a metaphor for whatever you want to do in life. This is all about creating from the heart and not from the mind. You know, the mind loves to take charge in everything you do, but it does not always guide you in the right direction. The heart, on the other hand, knows what is perfect and right for you. Your heart is the gateway between yourself 
and the quantum field where all your dreams and desires are waiting for you to recognize them and embrace them. Now, I, I guess if you're wanting to write, uh, you're also wanting your writing to be a success. And I'm also guessing that you would love the theme, the ideas and the actual words flow easily and effortlessly. Think I'm guessing right. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure I am. So this brings me to my strategy number three. How can you recognize when you're writing from your heart rather than from your head? Well, this is all about your emotions and how you're feeling whilst writing. You should be feeling excited, feeling exhilarated, feeling happy, feeling passionate. If you're feeling tired, exhausted and uninspired, then you're definitely not creating through the heart, but through the head. So one of the best ways of knowing where your writing is coming from is to check in with your emotions. Okay? Next thing is you'll feel in the flow. The words just seem to, you know, come out onto the page at the speed of light. And you were challenged in writing it all down at the speed in which it arrives. <laughs> Believe me, I often simply write it in dot form format as the ideas flow from my heart so I don't miss anything. Or I record them on my iPhone. I can then go back and expand on the ideas that came. The other little uh, hint is time stands still. When you're writing from the heart, time does seem to just come to a stop. So often when I'm in the flow, I can be writing for hours and not even realize the time has slipped by. It's usually my tummy that begins to rumble, reminding me that I need to eat or my bladder reminding me that I need to visit the bathroom. <laughs> yes. and, and the other thing is you find yourself saying things like, oh, wow, where did that come from? <laughs> you know, quite often when I read back through my writing to check things, I'll be stopped in my tracks and find myself saying, did I really write that? Mm, it sounds so good. <laughs> you know, you kind of surprise yourself. And your expertise as an author seems to be lifted so many levels or to great heights. And the warm and fuzzies begin to flow. Yes. Okay. But I must give a warning, though, with regards to inspired writing or writing from the heart. You can never be sure when the ideas are going to flow. So you must always be prepared. <laughs> The universe works in amazing ways, but also works to a different time frame to ours or the one we have in our head. I always take a notebook and pen with me wherever I go. Or I have my phone handy to simply record the ideas as they come. This usually happens when I'm out walking and, and meditating on all the, the beautiful things in nature. Yeah. And then I have to pull out the iPhone or stop and sit down on a, a tree stump and start writing. Mm, it happens at the most inopportune times, <laughs> but it's all good. Okay, so now we're up to strategy four. And this is about 
being aligned with your passion and your purpose. And I've already spoken about this in strategy one, you know, your vision statement or your offering. But I'd like to expand on this a little here. Never, ever try to write on topics unless you're really passionate about them and they're in alignment um, with your purpose. Because when you're passionate about something, you are on purpose. When you connect to your purpose, you're aligned with the universal energy flowing in and through you in magical and mystical ways. Aligning with your passion and purpose enables you to become an incredible author. Your work is filled with an, uh, um, what would I call it, an attracting energy that flows out into the universe and really attracts back to you all those who've been waiting for all you have to offer. I mean, how exciting is that? I just love to sit, close my eyes and imagine that flow going out and returning to me. This is such an amazing universe. Okay, so on we go. I hope that makes that one clear. Strategy four, being aligned with your passion and your purpose. Yeah, I'm sure it has. Okay, what's strategy five? This is about knowing your strengths. And remember back when we, right back in the, uh, when I went through and wrote down all the things that I knew about me, which were really my strengths, okay? And if you work within those, then you will succeed. But it is essential to be totally honest with yourself as a writer. So now it's time to ask yourself, do I have fabulous ideas but find it a challenge to write them in a way that people can understand and enjoy. Now, if this is the case, you may need to find someone who can go through your writing with you and help you to bring it together for you. <clears throat> now, I guess some people would call this a ghostwriter, but I'm not really talking about someone who just writes it for you. No, and you put your name to it. No, I'm talking about someone who's happy to sit with you and go through your ideas and your writing and help you um, to bring it together. This is not really about editing. I mean, yes, you're going to need an editor as well, but it, you, it, it's someone who can actually help get your ideas out on paper and then kind of draw them together in some order that makes sense to the reader uh, or to you and to the reader because it's no good just writing a whole lot of things out on paper and without it really making sense to the reader. <clears throat> Pardon me. Okay, the next thing. Do you have great ideas and a very good creative writing style? but still need assistance to edit your material. I know for me, this is a big one. I love to write and I have a good handle on the English language and I write well, but at times the ideas come so quickly that I tend to miss words or, you know, punctuation and things. 
I'm lucky enough to have a wonderful husband who is expert at editing and who has the patience to go through and edit my work in fine detail. That's just the way his mind operates because I'm in too much of a hurry to worry about those sorts of things. (laughs) And I know I drive him up the wall because he'll say, Geraldine, um, did you really want this comma here? Yes, I did. Why did you want the comma there? Oh, well, this is because, you know, this is what I'm writing about. Okay, so um, what did you mean by this? Oh, okay, so I need to explain that a little further. Yes, because as a reader, I couldn't quite understand what you meant there. So it's really great to have someone come through and say to you, um, I think you need to work on this or I think you need to add to that or I couldn't understand what you're talking about there. Okay. And then, of course, it's figuring out um, what type of writer you are. Are you a fiction, non-fiction? Are you a how-to person? Are you writing on specific niche topics or original techniques, guidebooks? Is it inspirational? or your own story, which could be inspirational as well. So you've got to make it very clear about what type of writing you want to do. And remember to write what feels perfect for you and not what you think might be better in the marketplace. And I'm going to keep saying this, or other people's perceptions around what they think you would be good at. It has to come from you, And it has to come from your heart so that it is inspired through you. But having all of, you know, a clear idea of who you are, a clear idea of your strengths, this becomes so much easier. And you become passionate about that. And that's exactly what flows through your writing. Otherwise, you just kind of writing for the sake of writing. Yeah. Now, after the break, I've got two more strategies to share with you. So please be patient, hang tight. These are very important strategies for you to hear. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. night my husband was laughing as he was reading about the differences between men and women according to the article men get single tusks or hiccups more often than women everyone knows that women are better at multitasking than men i'm good at both multitasking and procrastinating which means right now there are 28 things that i'm putting off until later What's another word for a person who puts everything off until the last minute? A cunctator. Women blink nearly twice as much as men. And while men can read smaller print than women, women can hear better. In fact, when a woman says, what? She heard you. She's just giving you a chance to change what you said. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. 
It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. The Mediterranean diet incorporates the basics of healthy eating, similar to the traditional cooking style of countries bordering the Mediterranean Sea. The Mayo Clinic reports that an analysis of more than 1.5 million healthy adults showed that following the Mediterranean diet was associated with a reduced incidence of Alzheimer's and Parkinson's diseases and a reduced risk of death from heart disease and cancer. The Wall Street Journal cited a study published by the Journal of the American Medical Association that shows that the Mediterranean diet can counteract the effects of aging on the brain's ability to function. The diet emphasizes fruit and vegetables, unrefined grains and beans, and includes fish and minimal consumption of meat and full-fat dairy products. Nuts and olive oil play a big part also. Boost your brain by eating the Mediterranean way. I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. We are back and you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live. And during this series of six shows, I'm going to be sharing with you lots about writing and publishing. So if you have that little desire to get your story out there or to write some fabulous how-to manual or recipe book or whatever it is, then you'll know how to go about this. Okay. Now, we were up to uh, having, I had three more strategies to share with you, but just before we do this, and you know, on these shows, I always love to share with you a meditation song. And why do I do this? Because believe it or not, a lot of your inspired work will come through those beautiful, quiet times of contemplation when we actually put everything else aside And we listen, and we listen closely to what spirit is bringing to us. That's what spirit-inspired work is all about. So today, I think I've chosen the perfect meditation song for us to listen to. And uh, this certainly has a great message. And the song is actually called A Message. So take the time, please, to really tune into this Um, listen to the words, listen to the music, and I'm sure you will understand why. So right now, let's have a listen to a message. Sitting so still, listening, listening, quiet until a message comes through, so loud and so clear. It's just for me what I need to hear. Sometimes it's just so hard to wait. I to get going just open the gate there's things to be done and time's running short surely right now 
Perfect meditation song for today's show. Uh, yes, that little song is really telling us that we just have to be patient with ourselves as we do these things and we have to listen to what's coming through uh, as we work with our inspired writing. Yeah. 
Now, I've got three more strategies to get through, so I best move myself. (laughs) Strategy six, chunk it down. Now, planning is essential in creating anything and lots of patience. And the same principle applies to writing. You know, planning the chapters, planning the dot points for each chapter, writing some key sentences within each dot point makes the job of writing so much easier. This is all, I mean, this also ensures that you don't miss anything. Chunking down your tasks also helps you to not become overwhelmed with the overall enormity of the task of writing. I know with my first book, I spent more time planning than the actual process, but it, uh, you know, of writing the book, but it made it so much easier to do one little step each day. And I wasn't looking at it as a whole and questioning myself all the time as to whether I could actually do it or not. It it's just makes it so much easier if you do it this way. And yes, you can push overwhelm out the back door and leave it there as you just chunk it down into little bite-sized pieces. Now, strategy seven, allow it to unfold. This sounds like I'm cancelling out strategy six, but within your planning, always leave room for your writing to unfold. I know from a personal perspective, I made sure I planned everything out, but quite often things would shift and go in a slightly different direction as I began to write. And I had to be open to this happening as I knew uh, it was spirit energy working within me to enhance what I was doing. Uh, So I guess what I'm suggesting is don't become so rigid in your planning that you don't allow for the universe to work its magic within and through you as you create, regardless of what it is. As I said, whether it's a a recipe book or a how-to manual on mechanics or whatever it is, or a, um, you know, a fiction or a non-fiction, it doesn't really matter. The other reason for allowing your writing to unfold is that you never want to force something into being. Some people seem to be able to sit down and write a book in a week. I'm not sure how. (laughs) Because for most of us, it's a process that takes time. So take the time needed. If you're like me, I don't have the luxury of putting aside a month or two to spend on writing a book. I also have to make a living at the same time. So I'm very happy to simply take one small step at a time. It works all the time, every time. Okay, my last strategy is strategy eight. And this is simply get the help you need. You must always, always, always be open to getting whatever help you need in writing. And there are just, So many people out there who are only too willing to assist you in your writing endeavors. Just be sure that you relate really well to whoever you choose, um, that they are in alignment with your ideas 
your way of expressing yourself through writing and the topic you are covering. Otherwise, it's going to make it very difficult process. Okay, so when people go, oh, yeah, I can help you with that or, uh, you know, I'm really good at that. Yeah, that's great. But let's sit down and have a chat first and you will get a, an idea uh, by chatting with them as to whether that person is the right person for you or not. Because you, this is a big deal, writing something. You're putting your heart on the line here and you want it to succeed. So make sure that everyone you work with are the exact people that you, uh, you know are in alignment with what you do. Okay, they have an understanding of where you're coming from. And I'm talking here about graphic designers, about editors, you name it. That's the way we need to go. Okay, so I hope all of that has been a great help to you. And we've started off well for this week. But remember, we've got lots of information to go and lots of people to interview so that you get a fabulous all-rounded idea. So until next week, and next week I'm going to be chatting more on the publishing side rather than the writing side. So tune in for that. Uh, I've got so many more strategies to share with you about the publishing side of things and all from personal experience. So you don't want to miss out on that, not any one of them, because they really will help you with what you're doing. In the meantime, have a wonderful, wonderful week, everyone. And I wish you all a million blessings of health and happiness and love and peace. Whew. Bye for now. Geraldine will be back next week with more life-changing ideas to share. In the meantime, you can visit her at www.geraldinetegelove.com to check out her fabulous new products and her workshops. Remember that all Geraldine's radio shows are available on iTunes free of charge. So why not?